welcome to Practicing Life, a podcast where I share my personal journey with you so that you can be the person you want to be. I'm Ashley Pitzer, the host of this podcast, fantasy writer, yoga instructor, personal trainer and fitness instructor, mom of two kids on the autism spectrum, and wife to a twin flame. Now, let's balance our mind, body, and spirit. Hello, beautiful souls. This is Ashley Pitzer with Practicing Life, and we're here today to talk about abundance. And so I have been participating in a challenge right now in regards to money, and therefore my focus has been on daily gratitude and um, also on if I had X amount of dollars, how would I spend that money? And this is a kind of a free um, challenge. That's the word I'm looking for. It's a free challenge that anyone could have participated in. And if you had followed, you know, me, and it's something that I had shared with people to be able to do with me. But anyway, so I've been participating in this. And one of the most beautiful discoveries I had, I wanted to share with you. So the program is I'm doing the seven day free challenges and in, in money. And it's about understanding your subconscious thoughts over money. And that is super impactful. But you know, one thing leads to another, you know, like there's so many things that you start off in direction A and you wind up in a different place, but it's very similar. And that's what I'm sharing with you today. So to point, I have been every day on this challenge, mentioning something that I'm grateful for in regards to money. And then I've also been posting how I would want to spend money. And a lot of really great things have come up for me. And like one of those things is that for the longest time, I was looking at my life from the the viewpoint of lack. I, I knew before I started getting into life coaching and um, counseling and seeing different um people that help people like me overcome their limited beliefs that I had a scarcity mindset. It was becoming so prevalent and I was unhappy in my life because of it, because it was affecting me in so many ways. And it was almost like my own little prison that I was in. So like, for instance, um, I, I've actually going 10 years ago, going more than 10 years ago, I lost two friends that were really, really close to me because I used to always say the words, I can't afford this. And so, you know, like for instance, my friends would want to go to Starbucks or um, they would want to go out to dinner one night and I'd be like, oh, do you mind if, you know, we just make coffee at my house and hang out? I'm like, I can't afford this. And so over the course of my friendship with these two individuals, um, 
I had money, but I was budgeting money in a way that I didn't have any flex spending. Uh, honestly, if if you really want to know, I was following Dave Ramsey's plan. And if you've ever listened to him, he kind of talks about, you know, you're saving so much money that, you know, your your kids think that they're going to be the next thing that's like sold. Not legitimate. That's just like a way of joking around about it. But it's in, in my words, it's a cutthroat type of budgeting system so that you can become out of debt and kind of have the money and the financial um, piece that you want to have. And so when I was living and practicing Dave Ramsey's principles, my budget was really tight and I was putting a hundred percent of any extra cash I had or any anything that wasn't a necessity, it was going towards bills. And so when I would communicate to my friends, my mindset was I don't have the money because I don't budget the money to go out to eat. I don't budget the money to have entertainment. I am spending all of my money towards debt because that's where I want to be. But I wasn't communicating that to the friend. I was only communicating, I can't afford this. But I also was saving up for emergencies, especially with me having a special needs child. We are in and out of the hospital quite frequently. And if you ever had a hospital bill, they could be really expensive. So if I wasn't putting my money towards um, bills, I was putting my money towards a safety net. And so when we were moving and we had to sell our home, um, one of the things that we had to do was a a plumbing repair. So an inspection was done at the home and the the homeowners that were purchasing our home wanted some plumbing fixed and it was, you know, like a $5,000 fix. And so my friends were so concerned and they were so worried for me and I was like, "No, it's okay. I have the $5,000." And they had this whole like, "Oh my gosh, you mean to tell me that we have been friends for years and we haven't gone out to eat and we haven't gone to Starbucks and we've, you know, basically honored the fact that you didn't have money to go to these places when in fact you did this whole time and you were lying to us. Your words were lying to us, but my mindset wasn't lying to them. My mindset, I I had an identity of being a broke person. And so my mindset was like, oh my gosh, I'm broke. I can't afford this. And so from their perspective, from their viewpoint, broke was you're about to be homeless and so you don't have any money. So we had two different perspectives over the word choice and I kind of lost friendships over this. They they took this as 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 I'm saying to you that I was lying to them, that I deceived them, that all along I had money. Um and so it was a really big life lesson for me, but even 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 now years later i'm still learning from this one i'm going to call it event but uh, you know from a separation of two people i really cared about it has still affected me because my viewpoints are constantly changing and i can look back from different i have different lenses now but i can look back with the cr- current lens I'm wearing now to the past and see it differently. And so I'm constantly relearning different things from just that one event years ago. 
And so um, when I came into bringing you to date, when I came into a year or half ago, when I decided I can't live this money mindset anymore. It was honestly, it was affecting my marriage. It was affecting my quality of life. And the fact was, is like, I had gotten to a place where the bills were paid. We were financially okay. But there was this anxiety and this fear deep inside of me. I mean, it was like gripped tight onto my soul that I am broke. I can't afford this, like that mentality. And I know I've done other podcasts, so I'm not going to go into really debt um, in debt in this topic, but your identity impacts like all the choices that you make. Um, Your subconscious which controls like 95% of like your brain, it decides for you, your choices before your conscious brain, which only is able to control like 5% of your brain power can. So that was worded kind of funny, but your subconscious is your driving force. It is your workhorse. It is, it is what creates everything for you. And then you have your conscious brain, which is your analytical brain, your awake brain, so to speak, that is able to influence things. It's able to guide things. It's able to give commands. But the workhorse, which is the subconscious, which is 95% of what your brain is, is, is identity. It's what you've programmed your brain to think. So anyway, I had this identity of being broke, of being poor, of being in scarcity and being in fear over money, of not having enough money to do this. Always, always saving up for a rainy day because I was always in fear that I was going to need this money. And of course, you know, there was that um, confirmation bias that proved to me that I would need it. So anyway, um, this is something that I have been practicing changing my money mindset. And and so this challenge was just another way for me to practice this. This is a way of me to practice on a daily basis, feeling abundant, thinking I'm abundant, choosing to be abundant. And this challenge was really fun, um, just in the in the sense that, you know, you got X amount of dollars, so to speak, every day, and you got to choose how to spend it. And even though it's not even legitimate, like I'm not getting into my bank account and making a purchase, this is all just a um, hypothetical game to get your mind into spending money and what you would spend it on. I still walked away like, um, we had one day where we had 21,000. We, the universe gave us um, 21,000, just randomly you woke up and you got 21,000 today. How are you going to spend it? And so anyway, when I got this 21,000, I was struggling big time in my head because one of the things that I have dreamed about having is a boat. Uh, and my husband and I, we have looked at boats on and off for years. We have talked about getting one for years and we never pull the trigger. We keep looking. We're, we're interested buyers, so to speak, but we're not perspective buyers because neither one of us is in a comfort zone with spending that money because we both, honestly, my husband and I both have the same scarcity mindset. I'm working on mine and I've come a long way and he's working on his less actively than me. So his progress is a little bit slower than mine. 
And so anyway, here's another year where, you know, it's March. And so people are starting to list boats and we're sitting here <laughs> looking at them and talking about them and wondering if we should call and ask, you know, questions about the boat and whatever. Um, like I said, we've been doing this for years and I get this fake money of 21000 and I have promised myself if I've ever got a chunk of change, I would buy a boat. And here it is, my fake money. And I can't even spend my fake money on something I have dreamed about having. And and my brain is just going into alarm and it's telling me this is not safe. This is not a good idea. You know, uh, bring on another thousand is the acronym for boats and they're just money pits and don't do it, Ashley. Spend your money on something wise. Invest in yourself. Buy another program that helps you get more counseling. You know, like all of these things. This is and like this is why these this challenge exists for people like me who have to go through this. And so um I was like, F it, I am buying this boat and if I you know find that it is the money pit, I can sell it. Even if I only have it for one one summer, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. I'm living my dream. I'm making it happen. And so I spent my fake money on the boat and I did it. And I'm really proud of myself, even though this is all, um, you know, pretend. It was still hard for me. Like I still got triggered as you wouldn't, like some of you will understand and others will be like, it's fake money. You can spend it however you want. But in my mind, I'm like 21,000. What can I do with 21,000? I could... I could make my back, um, you know, I could do a backyard extension, have a covered patio, and I could invest in myself and all these things. And why spend it on a boat? There's no return on my investment. And all of this because my identity, even though I'm working on it, hasn't been one of wealth and abundance. But I am claiming that now. And I'm, I am claiming it and I'm practicing it and I'm changing. I'm pattern interrupting, if you will. If you've never heard of that word, that is when you start to go down a thought process that isn't working for you, that you want to change about yourself. And you say, no, you know, like you say, stop it, Ashley. You know, this is not working for me. I'm choosing to think this way. Like I am choosing that I am abundant and I am wealthy and that money always comes so I can relax and then I move my attention. So that's an example of a pattern interrupt. But while I was doing this money challenge and I've been focusing on these things, what I really realized is for so long, I have focused on what I didn't have, the lack, you know, like, um, for instance, another dream of mine is to have a pool. And there's been so many times when I've been like, oh, I have so many neighbors with the pool, but I don't have a pool and I'm never going to get a pool because I'm never going to have the money to have a pool and blah, blah, blah. And I really want a pool. And I'm just all in this negative mindset, a lack and comparison in a way, um, judgment, when I'm like prejudging a future that I have no idea what's going to happen to. And so anyway, um, 
that's one of my realizations that I've had with my own mindset and my thoughts and stopping that type of thinking and choosing to believe that anything is possible. There's 100% possibility 100% of the time and the future is not declared yet. All we have is the present and I can choose the thoughts that serve me. And the thing about it is, is when you choose your thoughts your thoughts create feelings and your feelings create like that attitude between your thoughts and your feelings. They create an attitude and your attitude, your attitude decides what actions you're going to take or not take. So Susie Orman is a financial person that I've listened to for a really long time. And I probably butcher what she says in her podcast, but every now and then she talks about you really have to guard your thoughts because your thoughts lead to your destiny. And so I wish I could break this down to you a little bit better and clearer, but you know, it's like the same thing I'm telling you right now in a different way. You have a thought and it creates an emotion. That emotion, you know, with your thoughts develops an attitude and that attitude decides, you know, whether or not you do something which leads to your out actions and your actions leads to your outcome. So your thoughts are so important because your thoughts eventually create the outcome, which is your destiny. And the thing about it is, is like every moment of every day, you get to choose your thoughts. You know, you're, you are the thinker of your thoughts. Thoughts just don't come into your head with no rhyme or reason unless it's like your intuition and it's something that you're sensing from the universe. But most of your thoughts are coming from preconditioned, from things that you have repeated either to yourself or someone else has repeated to you over and over. Sorry, my my child just got up. Honey, I need a minute. So anyway, I'm going to wrap this up because I have a kid that is up and, and needs me. But in this challenge, I was focusing, I realized I was focusing so much on what I don't have. And that's not going to get me anywhere. That's not going to get me to the outcomes that I want. And when I really sat down and I thought about it, I really had one of those aha breakthrough moments of, I actually have like, as I've been practicing spending this fake money, you know, like a thousand one day and, you know, like I said, 21,000 another day, as I have been practicing fake spending this fake money and, you know, if, you know, the question like, if I had $5 million right now in my bank account, what would I do differently with my life? Like, these are some of the things that, that we've been talking about and doing in my, in the program that I'm in. And like, it helped me to see that I really do have the life I want, but I was legitimately thinking that I didn't. So all this time I've been thinking about what I didn't have and not even realizing that I really already have everything I want. Is there things that I would, I want to work towards? Yes. I mean, I would not complain about having $5 million in my bank account. Like I would love to work towards that. But as I am right now with what I have in my bank account right now, I am abundant because it's not zero. You get me? Like I have, even if I only have $500 in my bank account, that is money that I have to do something with. And if I have $5 million, I am just as abundant. 
Anyway, I, I have to get off this because my kid is here. I just wanted to encourage you today to sit down and think about money and think about your abundance. And even though you didn't do this um, practice with me, taking the time to be grateful for exactly what you have. Because if you're grateful for what you have now, it means that you will get more of it. Versus if you were like me and you were thinking about what you didn't have, all you're going to do is bring more of what you don't have in your life. So you are the thinker of your thoughts. You have the power to decide what you are thinking. And let me reiterate that your thoughts lead to your emotions. And I don't know about you, but being in fear and being in worry about money doesn't feel good to me. I would much rather have the joy of abundancy. I love feeling joy. I love feeling abundant and it's a better way to live. All right, everybody. I just want to sign off here and tell you that you are worthy. I'm sending so much love and gratitude to all of you for being here, for listening, for following me. And you have a good one. Thank you for listening to this episode. It is an honor to serve you. If you found any of this information helpful, I would love for you to share this podcast with your friends and loved ones, as well as subscribe to this podcast. I would also be grateful for a five-star review. You matter. Until next time.